Spiritually Source, the podcast. This is your space for spiritual empowerment, manifestation, and stepping into your expansion. Join me each week to unlock a new level of yourself to create your dream life. Let's begin. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Spiritually Source podcast. I'm your host, Missy, and this podcast is all things manifestation, breaking through self-limiting beliefs, and helping you live basically your best life. L-Y-B-L-ing, living your best life. And I think today is going to be the last episode of 2021. I could change my mind and have a spurt of creativity over the next week, but we are going into Christmas this weekend and I'm planning on some R&R with family and friends. So at this stage, this is going to be the last episode of 2021, which sounds crazy now that I'm saying that out loud. This year, what a doozy not only like collectively, but personally for myself and I know personally for many others, it's been quite a transformational year. And if I had to choose one word to describe my year, I would say it would be transformational. It truly has been huge. And where I am now compared to where I was this time last year is so vastly different in such a beautiful way. And I'm so grateful for that. And that's what I really wanted to talk about in this week's episode and just how manifestation doesn't always work out in the way that you think it's going to and truly it can be like your desires can be delivered in an even better way and just the universe is always working for you and just how beautiful that connection is and how leaning into having radical trust truly creates such a huge impact and difference in the way that you live your life and in what you can call into your reality so I'm really excited to get into that Before I do that though, this is the last call for early bird pricing for Cosmic Expansion, which is a three-day online event that I will be holding in the new year to bring you into 2022 as your higher self to really cover manifestation, breaking through self-limiting beliefs, breaking through fear, and really reclaiming your power so that you can manifest your best year yet. And manifestation is something that I'm really pivoting my work into just because of what I've seen manifest in my own life and how deeply I want to share that with everyone. So if you are ready to really start your new year in such a powerful way, I highly recommend signing up for Cosmic Expansion. Early bird prices finish on Friday, which is Christmas Eve. They'll still be available the week after, but the prices will be going up. It is a three-day online event. So I'm really excited for that. I'll leave the link to purchase tickets in the show notes, but it's going to be really transformational. And I was never someone that really enjoyed New Year's resolutions, and that's not what we're going to be doing. Like I, with all of my work, want to give you really practical tools and rituals and knowledge that you're actually going to integrate into your life, right? Because we've all listened to the audiobook or the podcast or the watch the YouTube video or whatever it might be. And we've been like, oh my gosh, this is so incredible. But what do I do with it? Like, how do I apply this to my life? How do I integrate that into my life? And I really make it a focus in my work to have that integration piece so that you're not just learning things and being like, okay, amazing. What do I do with that? Right. You know exactly what to do with it. You know exactly where to go from that after you jump off a call or whether it's an event, whatever it might be, always really having those practical tools and the accountability 
as well to hold you to that and to hold yourself to that really is a deep commitment to you. So the link will be in the show note for that. But as I said, in this week's episode, I really want to do like a bit of a 2021 recap, things that I've learned that I think will help you and just to give you some vibes going into 2022 to really like ignite that inner fire within yourself to want to really start tapping into your soul potential and to see what you are truly capable of. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. Oh, P.S. Merry Christmas, everybody. Okay, to say that 2021 was a huge and radical change in my life is like the understatement of the century in my own inner universe. (laughs) When I entered my Saturn return, gosh, it must have been at the end of last year, I went into it so incredibly cocky thinking that I was just going to coast through it. You know, all of the big life changes that everybody talks about when you go through a Saturn return, I was like, none of that's going to happen to me. I'm not going to break up with my partner. I'm, you know, I knew that a change of career was on the horizon in the way that I wanted to go full time. And I was like, I'm not going to move. I'm really settled. Life is sweet. I've done, I've done the work. I've done all of the things, you know, around my life. Like nothing's going to rattle the foundations that I have at the moment. (laughs) 2021 had other plans for me and it has been huge and I'm so grateful that 2021 had other plans for me and I think you know I I see you of 2021 has been incredibly difficult for you I'm looking specifically at anyone that lives in Sydney and Melbourne in Australia if you're listening from overseas I'm sure you guys got the news coverage of the lockdowns here in Australia this year but my heart really goes out to you and I pray that you could find some silver linings from those lockdowns, whether it was, you know, really dedicating time to yourself or, you know, really finding yourself in a beautiful way during that time. So I do want to see anyone that did have a difficult year and, you know, coming on and me talking about how incredible my year was. But I want to share this because there were so many takeaways that I took that I feel can really help other people. And when I say my year was amazing, that doesn't mean that it was smooth sailing. If anything, this year has thrown more at me than I have ever experienced before. But I am such a firm believer that the universe doesn't deliver things to you and unless you're ready, unless it knows that you are ready. It knows that you are strong and capable of taking on the changes, the shifts, the transformations that are occurring. And so rewind to the beginning of 2021. For those of you who have been with me for a little while, you would have known that last year in 2020, I moved house, I think it was four times. And at the start of this year, I moved house another three times. So I moved house a lot. That was the first part of this, these shifts that were occurring. I am such a homebody. I really love having a home that I find aesthetically pleasing, that I feel comfortable in. I love having my routine. I have a Virgo moon. So routine to me and having like my roots somewhere is so incredibly important. But I also have my North Node in Sagittarius. So for me, what I'm moving towards in this lifetime is travel, freedom, spontaneity, you know, all of the things that comes with that Sagittarius energy. It's that 
really expanding and not having those roots. And so that was one of the first lessons that I was really learning at the start of this year. And I would continue continue to learn because I moved another two times this year. And that was such an incredibly important lesson because it showed me what I was capable of. And it also showed me that we are the only ones that ever place ourselves inside a box. And when we put ourselves inside those boxes, we completely limit our power in the way that when I say I am a homebody, I need somewhere to have my roots settled. Yes, that's true. And I do feel more comfortable, but I don't require that in order to tap into my inner power, in order to feel empowered, in order to really succeed at life. And so I really urge you to look at where in your life you're placing yourself into a box where you aren't allowing yourself to reach your full potential or perhaps you're keeping yourself small because you've placed yourself in that that box and you aren't allowing room for growth. You aren't allowing room for further investigation into who you are and what you are capable of. Because to me, what I've really come to realize this year is that life is this investigation of what we are capable of and truly always discovering who we are, new layers to ourselves, and new layers of our own inner power that we all possess. And it's such a beautiful process. And I think when we go into like healing and spirituality and self-development and all of these things, we go into it this, with this mindset that there's a destination that we're going to reach. And that is false. There is no destination. It's a constant self-exploration. You're constantly learning things about yourself. You're constantly going through expansion and, you know, uncovering new layers and what that means and how that's going to impact your reality and, you know, new layers of self-love and empowerment and really being able to tap into that within yourself. And so I really urge you to look at any boxes that you placed yourself in this year and to ask yourself, do I want to be in this box? Do I want to cap my potential? Do I want to be a person that tells myself that I can't do things, that I am unable to do things, that I am who I am and that's just the way that I am and, you know, leave no room for growth? Is that who you want to be? Do you want to be constantly capping your potential in that way? And so I really urge you to get clear on that And that has been something that has really served me throughout this year with all of the changes that I went through, which I'm going to get into now. Again, for those of you who have followed me for a little while, you would know that at the start of this year, I went through a separation with my ex-boyfriend and I thought he was a soulmate and he was, is, but I thought he was the soulmate that I was going to be with for the rest of my life. And this is a really interesting thing and I get very passionate when I start talking about soulmates and twin flames within the spiritual community because it's something that really ignites this passion within me. A soulmate is not one person. It's not someone that's going to come into life and complete you. It's not somebody that's going to come into your life and save you. It's not somebody, it's not any one person, right? I've had multiple soulmates in this lifetime. It's someone that you have a deep recognition with that you might have had a past lifetime with or you have a soul contract with that person. So this can be friendships, it can be family, it can be a number of different people 
And when we think of the idea of a twin flame, the fact that our soul split in half and going to meet the other half of it, like you can hear in my voice. No, absolutely not. So that's that on soulmates and twin flames. I think I did an episode on this a few months ago. But I went through that separation and that rocked me to my core because I thought I was going to be with this person forever. And with that breakup came a lot of fear around being on my own. And it was the first time that I had been single in like nine years because I was in a previous long-term relationship before entering that one quite quickly. And as much as we think we've done the work, We haven't. There's always more to learn about ourselves. And so this fear of being on my own was really coming up. But what was really beautiful during that time was the excitement of being on my own and almost like this sense of relief in a way that I felt like I was able to truly tap into who I was and I got to explore who I am and who I'm growing into and who I'm expanding into in such an independent way and something that felt like such a brutal heart heartache was probably one of the most beautiful things that happened to me this year. And I want to share this because if you are going through a breakup, if you've recently gone through a breakup and you feel like your world is ending, I promise you it is serving you in the highest way. That person was not meant to be in your life for whatever reason. They always say people come into our life for a reason, a season or I don't know. I don't know what the third one is, but you know the saying that I'm trying to think of. There's always a reason. You can always learn something and take something from that relationship and you can choose to take something really beautiful from that relationship and learn from it or you can choose to have a really toxic view around it. And I urge you to take the beautiful things from that, right? And knowing that if anybody wrongs us or if we wrong anybody, it's just people living from their conditioned beliefs. And I wasn't wronged in any way, shape or form. I'm on very, very good terms with my ex. We're still friends. But just knowing that you can choose to feel empowered from these situations in life. And it truly is a choice. And I'm talking about like not talking about any toxic relationships or any abusive relationships, right? I'm just talking about breakups in general. You can choose to view that in a really empowering way. And look at it as a reclamation of your independence for this time and take the lessons from that season of your life. And so that's what I did. And I really reclaimed my independence. And through that fear, you know, I always say when we break through fear, that's when the magic happens. And moving through that really debilitating fear into this sense of empowerment was so incredible. And I love being single. It doesn't mean that I'm not wanting to find my person but I'm in such a space right now where I genuinely love being on my own. Like that, that fear of being alone is no longer there. And the independence has really come through. And it's funny how many people have complimented on my energy this year. And everyone just said like, you seem more you, but better (laughs) is the main compliment that I've gotten specifically from friends that know me but also from strangers on the internet, which has been incredible. And, you know, you can really take lessons from everything in life and you can choose what to do with those lessons, whether to integrate those or to just let them sit there. 
And I really chose to integrate those. And, you know, at the time of that separation, I also had gone full time in my business. I had also moved home with my mom for the first time in 10 years. And so it was this huge, it was like someone had pulled the rug out from underneath me and was like, you thought you were stable. You thought that you were organized. You thought that you were settled and safe. Just kidding. And pulled the rug out. And it felt like I was free falling. And during that free fall was when everything that I teach about having trust in the universe really came into integration within my life. And it was this pivotal moment where it was like, I can be scared and I can try and control everything around me or I can trust. I can trust that all of this is happening for a reason. It is all happening in divine timing and I can go with it. I can move with it. I can follow the intuitive nudges that I'm getting and I can let it unfold without forcing. And it wasn't easy by any means, but it felt better than trying to control everything. And this is such a powerful lesson on surrender and something that I teach when I teach manifestation because often surrendering our manifestations and trusting the universe is the hardest part. It's knowing that it's going to come into our reality. And you can choose to stress over an outcome knowing that that stress is going to do absolutely fuck all to change that outcome or you can release it. You can let it go. You can surrender knowing that the two things are going to have the same outcome, you're just going to feel better during one process than you are than the other. So releasing that stress and that fear was something that I really, really practiced this year. And what came from that was this beautiful unfolding of finding beautiful places to live, my business taking off, calling in my soul clients, meeting so many new people as I moved to a new area of the Sunshine Coast and really exploding in my social life, in business, in what success means to me. And I put it down to having that radical trust. And yes, there were doubts. I was going to say not doubting, but I definitely doubted, but not trying to control everything. And that doesn't mean that I didn't take inspired action. That's another huge takeaway that I've taken from this year is taking the inspired action, but inspired action in the way that it was inspired. It wasn't forced. It wasn't forced action. It was inspired action. And, you know, not controlling everything that was happening around me. And that was such a pivotal change. And again, something that I urge you and when you find yourself trying to control things or stressing about things is to ask yourself, is this stress making me feel good right now? I'm guessing the answer is going to be no. Is this stress going to change the outcome in any way? Again, the answer is probably going to be no. And then moving through the processes to release that. And, you know, embodiment practices, breath work, meditation, These are all the practical tools that I did to move into that space of releasing the stress, but it is possible to move from that space into one of true surrender. And from that space of surrender, that's where we can take the inspired action. And that's the next thing that really served me this year was releasing the notion that in order to be in flow, in order to be in my feminine energy, in order to be 
a spiritual person that I just had to visualize and meditate and journal. Absolutely not. Inspired action and harnessing your divine masculine energy is so incredibly important. And I know I've spoken about this in the last few episodes, so I won't go into it in too much detail, but I really feel like there's this emphasis on divine feminine energy within spirituality, which is beautiful because specifically as females, but keeping in mind that it's gender neutral, we do tend to have more feminine energy. But a lot of us, when we're working and hustling in these nine to five jobs or these unfulfilling jobs, we are more in our masculine energy to get things done. It does tend to burn us out and feel a little bit unnatural. But what I'm seeing is this notion that we have to release our masculine energy altogether and that we have to call in a partner to get that masculine energy within our life. And I'm calling bullshit on that because we are independent. We are women that are capable of being independent. And yes, having a masculine partner, if, the, if you have more feminine energy and vice versa, this goes both ways, but I'm speaking from my experience. Yes, having a masculine partner there can help cradle that feminine energy. And that connection is something that I think we all seek, whether it be with one person, with multiple, whatever your sexual orientation is, right? We all crave connection. That's something that we want, but we don't require that connection in order to be quote unquote successful, specifically within business and within who we are. We can be independent. We don't need a man or whomever to be that masculine energy for us. It's about balancing the masculine and feminine feminine energy within us, right? Within ourselves and learning how to harness that and knowing that you can be a deeply divine feminine person and still work your ass off, right? This was such a common misconception and something that I see all the time. And I'm going to talk about business a little bit. So if you don't have a business, still listen, you'll get something from it. But it's this idea that people who work online that have spiritual businesses that are in their divine feminine that, you know, are these soulful entrepreneurs sit by the pool or by the beach and travel 24 seven. And, you know, I work two hours a day. I'm calling bullshit on that. You have to have the structures in place, which requires you working to be able to have that life, right? You can't just start a business and work two hours a day and expect it to take off from there. You've got to create the structure around it. You have to have the container for your business to be able to do that. And yes, I have days where I do work two hours a day. Today is a perfect example. Probably going to work four hours today. Yesterday, I worked a bit more. Last week, I did a 16-hour day, right? It's about finding the balance and honoring your energy of where it's at. But this notion that when you are a feminine-led business in the way that you're in your divine feminine that you don't work is absolutely false. And I think it's setting a lot of people up for failure who are wanting to start their own business, thinking that it's this draw card that they're just going to be able to meditate and visualize all day, every day. And that is simply not the case. And when you can tap into your purpose and your passion in your business, you won't want to just work two hours a day. Don't get me wrong. Today, I'm so happy I'm only working four hours because I'm nearly at a point of burnout and I recognize that within myself. So I dial it back 
And I can do that because I've got the structures in place within my business to be able to do that. But I miss working when I'm not doing it. I love what I do. I have passion behind what I do. If you've ever taken a course with me, if you're a client of mine, if you've ever done one of my masterclasses, you will know that and you'll be able to see that and feel that. I love what I do. And when you have that passion, you will want to be working, right? And so it's this this whole idea that you start your business to not work is simply not accurate and you're going into it, I don't want to say with the wrong intentions, but I mean, getting clear on what your intentions are behind that, right? Specifically, if you are wanting a soul-led business, it's soul-led. You're wanting to be of purpose, of service to others. You're wanting to be in your purpose, in your passion. It's so incredibly important to be clear in your intentions behind that, but to also recognize that it requires work. It's not a walk in the park. And yes, it's easy in the way that I can do a 16-hour day in my business far easier than what I used to be able to do a 12-hour day when I was a beauty therapist, right? One used to leave me feeling exhausted to the point where I would just come home and cry. And the other, yeah, I'm tired, but I feel so fulfilled at the end of the day. It's a difference in the way that you work. And so throughout this year, finding that balance of the masculine and feminine energy, knowing that I hold both of them within me and that I've got myself. Like I've got me. I don't need somebody else to be that masculine energy or to be that support network, right? And I'm not saying don't have a support network. Like, yes, I've got friends and family, et cetera, but to not rely on them. Like the only person that I truly, truly rely on in my life is me, my friends, my family, and the people that are there to support me are this beautiful bonus, but I don't run to them with every problem that I have. I don't rely on them to solve my problems for me. I don't, you know, need them to do anything for me. They're there because I love them and they love me. And that's such an important lesson to have and to be in your independence. And Not taking that as being overly independent because that can be just as toxic as codependence, but having that balance of, yes, having them there to love you and support you, but not requiring that, not needing that, you know, not laying aside your inner power, thinking that you have to get that externally, right? You hold everything within you and you can be successful independently. And that requires taking the inspired action, surrendering, trusting yourself, trusting the universe, and moving through a lot of self-doubt and being able to honor yourself while you do that. It's such an important lesson. And even if you don't have a business, this goes into every area of life, right? You have the strength to accomplish anything that you set your mind to, the desires that you have come forward, the manifestations that you're wanting to call in are literally your soul showing you what is possible and what is available to you in a different reality. And you owe it to yourself to explore the power that you hold within you 
to call in those manifestations, to call in those desires. You owe it to yourself. You are so deeply worthy of that. And if you don't feel that worthiness, then that is something for you to explore and to lean into and to constantly lean into. It's constantly a journey. And that has really seen a change in myself and also my business. Like my business is thriving and it feels really good to say that because at the start of the year when I went full time and then all of a sudden I was single and it was just my income coming in, there was a lot of fear, a lot of fear. And to be able to go through that growth to really tap into that is such a powerful experience and something that I want everyone to feel and something that is available. Like if I can do it, anyone can do it, honestly. I say this to my friends all the time. Like if I can do it, anyone can do it. And when you hear people online talking about the manifestations that they've called in, you know, what they've accomplished, what their success looks like, keeping in mind that success looks different to everybody, we're not special. Like they're not special. They don't have things that you that aren't available to you. If you're listening to this podcast, you have the technology available to you to listen to this podcast. It's available to you, right? We hold a level of privilege. Again, I acknowledge my privilege in this, knowing that I'm white. I have, I live up to the standard beauty ideals that society has. I have a supportive family. I live in a very safe place. I acknowledge all of those privileges that are there. But if you have access to technology to be able to listen to this podcast right now, you also hold some. And so you can create that change in your life. You can begin to implement the inspired actions to start creating the life that you want to see for yourself and that your higher self sees for yourself and that your soul sees for yourself and that the universe sees for you. And that's where I want to leave this. I was planning on doing a bit more of a recap, but I feel like they were like the pivotal things that really happened this year. I mean, there are a lot of lessons on dating that I can go into in another episode if you guys want to hear that. It's a bit different to what I normally talk about, but so happy to go into that. Send me a message if it's an episode that you'd like to hear about being single and being a spiritual person in the dating scene. But Make 2022 your year. And if 2021, you know, if you didn't accomplish as much as you wanted to or it didn't go the way that you planned, like don't let that be a negative force in your life. Take the lessons from this year knowing that it doesn't always go to plan and you don't have to accomplish things in order to be worthy of calling things into your reality. Like you don't have to be productive. And so if you just got through this year, getting through, amazing. Honor yourself in that. Like that is incredible. You are incredible. And go into 2022 knowing that you are so powerful. And if you're wanting to create change, that is available to you. And I always say, When the discomfort becomes greater than your fear, that's when you'll create change because the biggest thing that stops us from creating change in our lives is fear. 
right? Fear of the unknown, fear of the what ifs. But when the discomfort of where we're currently at in life becomes greater than that, that's where we reach the pivotal moment of stepping in and integrating that change. And so ask yourself that question, is my discomfort greater than my fear? And if it is, then it's time to start creating change and taking the inspired action. Again, that's what we're covering in Cosmic Expansion. Wasn't meant to be a plug at the end of this podcast, but here it is because perfect segue into it. But thank you so deeply for being here in 2021, for supporting myself and my work and for being the most beautiful online community that I could ever hope for. I appreciate every single one of you. I am so deeply grateful for all of you and I am sending you so much love and just beautiful, soulful energy from my heart space to yours. And I will see you in 2022.